kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle, The Tempest 2. This is the story of The Tempest 2. And welcome to episode 16 of the Tempest 2 podcast, a Christmas special, Ooh. we're calling it that? Yeah, we hadn't discussed that, but now it's a Christmas <laughs> it's special. It's festive, isn't it? Yeah. It's our last podcast before Christmas and probably our last of the year. <laughs> the last ever, it's like, we're calling it after this. <laughs> right we've on. run out of shit to say, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> at 16 episodes, we've exhausted everything, we've offended way too many people, and we're going to call it there. Uh, but no, this is the... Christmas podcast, really leaning on that now, and um, slightly different in the sense that we're not going to talk about any adventures that we've done, well we are, but it's not going to be the main focus, we're not talking about any adventures from the past, um, but this is the perfect time of year to set intentions and goals for next year, so we want to take you through uh, our process and our preferred way of doing so. Yeah, I think... uh as you said, this time of year, everyone's got one eye on their New Year's resolutions. The whole New Year, New Me, baby. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, well, they're, they're bullshit, aren't they, New Year's resolutions? I don't know anyone who is no. successfully completed They are absolute shite. And it's funny because it's like, oh, yeah, my New Year's resolution is to, you know, lose two stone. It's like, oh, that, that's cool. It's like, but for the next month boy oh boy am I going to shovel down the turkey it's like, that seems pretty counterproductive you're just basically putting on two stone and then taking it off so you're just staying yeah, neutral that's a good point actually but I think we want to kind of kind of get rid of the whole new year's resolution mentality and instead talk through goal setting I think the stats are with us on this I think 88% of all people who set a new year's resolution um, fail within the first month uh, and I think the big big ones in the UK top three are lose weight, yep. eat healthier, and get fitter. The classic. So it's all very much kind of that physical well-being and whatnot. And there's a, a huge spike in gym kind of memberships in uh, in January. <laughs> Apparently, eleven percent of all health club members join in January, and eighty percent of that eleven percent never go back after Feb. That's incredible. But it's like that. The gyms must be buzzing off that. Well, you look at that. Um, I looked around at David Lloyd the other week, and they had ten thousand members. Yeah. And it's like the place is empty. Yeah. I remember saying to the woman, I was like, "How is it ever like? What if everyone came?" Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, like eighty percent of the people do not ever ever come. They Don't just keep paying through the wall. Yeah. That's amazing. I um I actually recently joined last week, David Lloyd. <laughs> I know, very uh, lifestyle, just generating positive lifestyle is my, my intention. Right. So it's been fantastic. Um, and I, I was just chatting to them about, is it worth holding off until January? Do you do any offers? And they just started laughing. Like there is, There's no need for them at all to do... In fact, that's when the price increase happens is the 1st of Jan, and they still get huge influx in Jan. Uh, and then the massive drop-off, so... It, it's um, yeah, it's absolutely classic. I, I think probably some of that comes from people starting New Year's resolutions, kind of like you said, after feeling terrible about themselves yeah, for over-consuming in the Christmas period, and then they just 
try and go back the other way in, in January and then by February they level out they're over whatever it is they've intended they've set out to do a lot of the time people are always quite harsh with it like dry Jan is a classic yeah going from lots of consumption of alcohol in December to like cold turkey especially when there's still like social things going on uh, people flip out of it and then go heavy in Feb again yeah. <laughs> and it just you end up just levelling out across the year but may, maybe it's partly to I guess flip flop with December's incredible consumption I don't know about you but I'm really going for it at the moment I uh, yeah I'm, my exercise to intake ratio at the moment <laughs> is not really where it should be <laughs> no. kind of after LCAP I've come back and been like you know what it's really time to relax <laughs> that was like a month ago like over a month ago now I really am relaxing I think the good point about that though which sets this up perfectly is a lot of the time most of maybe 90% of the time we have like a, a big goal yeah. and a big direction to go for and when we come back from these adventures there's this period that we're going through now we're going through this process now that we're going to take you through today um, and that is a process of like the unknown and we, we, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing next so it's natural for us to I think just fall off a little bit and yeah, that and purpose of the training just disappears exactly. as soon as you don't have that that big goal in mind something to work towards is very hard to motivate yourself you're kind of like what am I training for am I, yeah. am I just doing arms today <laughs> so, oh another yes yeah. <laughs> another just arm session heavy bicep curls again <laughs> but if you don't have something specific to train for then it's very very hard some people can do it uh, we can't we we, no. we need something there to really get us out of bed totally. and to, to work hard but um, yeah I think we are in that process at the moment as we said we're kind of we think we know what we're going to do next adventure-wise, but we're in the stage now where, to talk you through it, when we sat in that pub a few weeks ago and we got back from El Cap, we went through our process of goal setting, which is basically to have a few drinks and write down as many big ambitious things that we'd love to do on a piece of paper, uh, then wake up the next morning and realize half of them are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Uh, and then we go through the process of which one really stands out to us and that's kind of where we are at the moment and we're now at the second stage where we're speaking to experts in that field just to double check the I guess if it's a good idea yeah oh is it too bold could we get ourselves in trouble is it possible yeah, um, what timelines are yeah, we looking at what yeah. we need to do to successfully achieve it and that's kind of where we are at the moment uh, which is a very important stage because if you don't go through that stage and you just go gung-ho without kind of that research you can kind of uh, get yourself in a, a bit of a pickle <laughs> um, right so where to start oh I do just want to bring up quickly what we did what we've done this week what was that so we had a oh, our final talk of the we year we had a final keynote of the year um, which we were kind of given a heads up on the prep calls before that it was going to be a slightly rowdy bunch it was their Christmas awards dinner um, a huge recruitment company 350 recruiters um, and oh it lived it up was, to the hype didn't it it was brilliant <laughs> so we, we arrived at midday to set up the laptop check the tech was all working check the venue and then get a bite to eat and, and stuff before we went on and when we arrived all the bars were full of people essentially chopping pints as quickly as possible before they had to go and sit in this venue to listen to us talk it was I mean, 
yeah rowdy it was an amazing crowd the atmosphere was incredible the, the guys were all super positive but um yeah, it was no holds barred. Oh, it was brilliant. so funny. It's the only time I can think in a talk halfway through, there's a there's almost a little gag in our talk with, around Whittle taking C-Signet's tablets uh, and then potentially being, like, pills because he was tripping out for three days, which usually gets a good laugh. This, they basically had a standing ovation <laughs> about this, this, this drug gag. They had said pills in their pockets. We had to wait for like 30 seconds for, for this, this kind of massive rupturous applause to kind of die down. Uh, but the crowd was, oh man, it was so funny. Yeah, it was so funny. And then they had a, a big uh, yeah, gala dinner, great Gatsby themed evening. They were like, oh, they were like, we'd, they got extended the invitation like, to us. You've got to stay. And it's like, guys, we can't. We've got to drive back. And we're like, oh, we've got something early tomorrow morning's making up shit and it was like you've got to stay it's like no 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 we can't stop please it's going to get so loose like, I fucking know it's going to get loose <laughs> it already Look looks pretty loose and uh, well the drive home was it was like oh we, wish we'd stayed we were, da- we were <laughs> doubting if we made the right decision I but I, I think we did I think we did you're totally right absolutely um, but yeah so it's been a good week and then we're kind of winding down for Christmas now which is exciting but Going back to the gold stuff, I think what we want to do today is really go through in quite a lot of detail how we set goals and more importantly, how we strategically put ourselves in a good position to achieve them. And I think the first kind of point, as we mentioned a minute ago in writing that list, is everyone kind of has these ideas of I want to do this next year, I want to do that, I want to buy a house, I want to learn guitar and they very much stay in your mind as almost an afterthought so that the first thing is to actually write them down yeah and the science behind that process of simply putting pen to paper apparently increases your chance of actually achieving that goal by 25 percent which seems absolutely mad and i can't quite remember there's actual science behind it but by putting it on paper you basically put it into a different compartment of your memory that is kind of more on recall rather than you just kind of forgetting about it. Yeah, definitely feels like it makes it more of a contract with yourself and a bit of an obligation to at least explore whatever you've written down. And it's worked so far for us. We we still crop up with ideas that we've written down in these sessions we've done three years ago in terms of a next adventure. So that's definitely key. And I think the when writing it down, like start with a like a really wide funnel. I know quite a hard part for a lot of people is like for some people their goal is obvious and it's staring them in the face and they know what exactly what they want to get after and they go for it but for a lot of people it's a bit more difficult to identify what it is that what that they want to achieve in the next year and I think by starting really wide and writing down things that feel like they're important to you and just get that process and get those ideas flowing down on paper it will start to become more obvious at least what the uh, category is in, whether it is well-being, whether it is a financial goal, whether it's like a family or a spiritual goal or something like that, but starting with a, a really wide base and just not judging what you're writing down to begin with is a good place to start just to get a load of ideas down instead of sitting there in your head going, right, I've got to, I'm going to write down what this finished goal is. Which which we want to be, it wants to end up being something specific, but I think if you just sit there and try and write something specific, it actually makes the um, activity quite hard. To so start really broad and just 
obviously nothing's wrong just jot down everything you're thinking everything you potentially want to achieve in the next year and start there before you start to funnel it down and get more specific and that's where New Year's resolutions go wrong I think because I wouldn't say they're goals they're almost outcomes when someone says my resolution is to lose weight that's so kind of untangible that it's very very hard to track your progress so I'd go to the toilet then yeah (laughs) Jesus well yeah for you (laughs) no but it's like that's how like broad it is yeah 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 it's like how how much weight uh, when by you need to have these figures and parameters against this goal to make it kind of obtainable and trackable definitely because without seeing progress it'd be very easy to be I've lost half the saying that's pretty good I'll, I'll I'll call it there whereas the losing weight should be almost the outcome whereas yeah. the goal should be I want to lose I don't know half a stone every quarter this year or yeah. I want to lose half a stone every month this year or you, you could even pair it with another one of I want to run 5k three times a week every week for 52 weeks and by having those that breakdown and that kind of specific nature of it you're holding yourself far more accountable than just being like oh yeah I have lost a bit of weight therefore I've achieved it which yeah. which is fine but you're not really going to get the results you want by by kind of taking that strategy and that's where I think New Year's resolutions are shite <laughs> It's because they're like, oh, I want to, I want to buy a new car, and it's like, okay, what car? When buy? How yeah. much you need to save? You need to be really, really specific to allow yourself to achieve these little micro goals on the way to build up to the larger picture. Yeah, would say, just, just as we're as we're going through this, I know some people listen to the podcast when they're driving or on the train, but if you've got an opportunity to get a, a pen and pad out, like it's probably worth doing and going through it as we're chatting about it just as well it's a sort of exercise you can do uh, once a week once a month once a year whatever it is um, it's something that we do quite regularly because we're in the habit of doing it now but um, yeah feel free to follow along as we go why don't, why don't we do it so yeah. why don't we pick a goal each and we'll go through the process let's do it with the six or seven listeners okay <laughs> Like it? What's yours? Shit! I know, straight on the uh, right. straight on the hob. Uh, I've got a few, but I'll pick one. I'll make it quite random. Um, I'm going to go a new skill. Uh, I'm going to say guitar. Okay. okay yeah. Like so, it. as you know, I can play a couple of very standard tunes on acoustic guitar. But I quite fancy learning kind of blues electric guitar. And my goal by the end of next year is to be able to basically play any song kind of within like learning it in like a day or two okay so be like I want to learn that and I have the skill that to sit down for one day and be able to play it by the end of it like it so learning the pentatonic scales and that kind of thing and the all the the finger movements and all that kind of shit okay like it yeah oh okay mine is going to be I think I can do this again again with, with these goals you want to be pushing yourself so not something that you know you can do like oh, in 2020 I want to save 150 quid by December it's like oh, well, you might be able to do that I'm not sure good um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I would I've been running a little bit recently and I would like to get my 5k time to under 20 minutes that's right um, which I've only really tried a couple of times and I'm not that close but I feel like I've never also put like a process or program in place to be able to do it. So by April the 1st, 
2020, I'd like to run 5k in whatever. Anything under 20 minutes would be a would be a big big win for me. I think. All right, decent. So we both got our goals. Yep. Hopefully, listening along, you thought of one now. And then the second step is to actually think about something you can do in the next 24 hours that is going to push you in the right direction. Oh, I've got mine. I'm going to have to buy a guitar. (laughs) I'm just on Nike.com now looking at the best shoes possible. So one thing in the next 24 hours that's going to put you in a better place than you are right now to achieving your goal. So an example of that is if your goal is to do a Tough Mudder, your next thing in 24 hours could be to pay a deposit or to speak to a couple of mates about joining you on it. Yeah. One thing, really easy, simple thing that you know you can do. I think that's the key, isn't it? Is yeah. ma- making it easy. I was going to say shave my head to get a bit of the... <laughs> reduce the drag. Please, please do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Not for the sake of a 20-minute 5K. It's like, shit, I'm slower. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, researching is a great shout. It, it, try and remove the barriers of, of cost unless you've got the money but um, yeah like deposits for stuff are obviously ideal because that'll really kick you into gear um, but even researching just getting the ball rolling and getting the building your thought process towards this goal is the, the key of the thing to do in the next 24 hours because then you want to make that 24 hours something happening in the next day and the next day so just really small manageable steps so what would yours be for guitar sorry? Um, I think mine would be probably next 24 hours. Can I buy a guitar next 24 hours? <laughs> no, I probably can't buy one in the next 24 hours. But probably find out the exact guitar I want to get. <laughs> you could probably tune the one you've got, couldn't you? No, no, because I want to learn electric. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I've completed acoustic. <laughs> That's amazing. And essentially, the reason why is... So I learned how to play some acoustic to basically be that guy when there's a guitar in a room who can fucking pick it up and be that absolute knobhead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I realised I can't really sing, so it kind of completely defeats the point of it. And I hate playing guitar in front of other people because I just get... I don't like it because I'm too good. Um, <laughs> but I want to play I'm electric. With a string yeah. set on fire. Because, you know, you can just sit there and jam. Yeah. And it could almost be like a relaxation tool rather than... I so that's a good one. I think I've always had the thought I'd love to be able to play the guitar. This is cool, isn't it? But I also know that I've never played the guitar. It doesn't... It doesn't. I don't have that feeling like I really, I really want to do it. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have done it. I, I, would I have think, got uh, into it. yeah, it's one of those things that you can't really fake it. You got to put quite a lot of work into it. Yeah. To uh, get half decent, which is why I'm just fucking average at acoustic because it's not for the work. In. Yeah, you need to put time in it. Yeah. Um, what will differ with the electric? I don't know, but we'll see. <laughs> just different hand feel, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah so yeah. researching the, a new guitar to buy. Yes. There you go. Okay. Mine would be probably looking at like an online training program of some sort. Fine. Fine. And then the next one, habits. Yes. These are crucial. These are the key. These are. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So. I'll, I'll say something that we did for or that I did for the Patagonia um, adventure that we did that was the first time I kind of felt where this was important and I will try and do it again for this next one but we knew that we were going to be running a bloody long way uh, and it was the it was the part of the adventure that we were dreading the most so if you're quite new to the podcast and I've picked up quite a few listeners recently I think episode five was 
Patagonia, the run yeah. section of Patagonia. Um, so worth going back and listening to that. But essentially, it ended up being an 85k, a 65k run, and then a 20k hike. Um, through the wilderness in Patagonia and we kind of knew that that was going to be savage from the moment we signed up so 14 weeks beforehand um, kind of knew that I hated running and I or wasn't a big fan of running um, so made it a priority to try and make running a habit and what I did initially was obviously if I told myself that I needed to get in the habit of running every day I never would have done it but what I made myself do was put on my running kit at least three times a week and I don't know if you've ever done it but if you're just wearing running kit around the house you feel like an absolute weirdo <laughs> so it makes you go outside and then the next step would be to just run to the end of the road knowing that as soon as I start running I'm going to start sweating it's not worth the wash and the shower if I've not ran a little bit further but it was the, the process really the habit was built in me putting my kit on three or four times a week full kit wanker absolutely yeah I mean sometimes I wouldn't go out <laughs> I'd just be sat watching the rugby and my kit in all my new tech gear but that was the um, that was a process that eventually I probably ended up running say 20k 25k a week not loads but far more than if I was trying to run all the time it's a good one actually because especially with like things like going to the gym or going for a run you will find the smallest excuse oh, totally like the tiniest excuse not to do it and that will suddenly be like oh that's the barrier yeah and often it is just getting changed yeah totally it's like oh yeah but I can't I, I, I can't go get changed it's like, yeah why it's like, like that one sock no, in the no, wash yeah no 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 no. it looks like it's going to rain a yeah. minute and that's going to take too long in the yeah. Car, yeah. I, I haven't got the time now because it's going to take me 45 minutes to get ready <laughs> so I need to look away yeah exactly whereas if you I'm running down the high street and I mean we're, we're speaking from two people who work from home quite a lot so I wouldn't recommend going to the office in your yes <laughs> in your that, running that, kit. that is a good point but maybe do it do it before or after it's come home get your running kit straight on <laughs> and fall asleep on the sofa so I wanted to like the bobsleigh it's like why are you fucking wearing spandex next to me? <laughs> I'm always ready for a bob <laughs> I'm bobbing around um, but yeah that's, that's, a, that's a good one I think habits are these are the things that determine whether you're going to achieve your goal or not and these are the daily 1% changes you make in your routine that allow you to succeed and that could be you know laying your kit out before you go to bed so there's a cue when you wake up it could be pairing it with other habits so if you wanted to learn another language and you're using Duolingo it could be every time it's simple as this if you go to the toilet and instead of flicking through YouTube or Instagram like we've discussed in the past yeah you do a Duolingo lesson yeah. it's just makes us like in a cubicle it's like me <laughs> it's like in work it's like there's some weird Spanish dude in the bar <laughs> That is amazing. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good shout, though. Yeah, but like utilizing existing habits and things you do and downtime to build in new ones. Yeah. Uh, and it could be like every ad break uh, when you're watching TV, you do something useful. Yeah. And it, that is the way to do it. I think the biggest thing when you're trying to achieve something that you haven't done before is quite strenuous is making it as easy as possible. Totally. Convenience is king. Totally. We had with the, on that pairing point um, before the climb, we were both doing a load of stretching because we are the most inflexible people in the world. Um, and coffee is an absolute go-to. So put, putting the kettle on and using that 
two minutes when the kettle's boiling to so just do a few basic stretches is and then afterwards you've got this reward of a coffee and I actually ended up do I still do that now yeah I still can't do the splits but no no you, you do just stretch in random places you're quite good at that yeah I do I like it just be, just turn around and just be on his back it's like everything's alright <laughs> should have bust up but I was, I was like this dog actually this little Pablo I've got is kind of screwed up a lot of the routines I had because oh, yeah. he's getting up very early it's very hard to just fucking leave him and stuff and it's kind of actually been uh, a bit challenging to get a routine but one of the things is like first thing in the morning when I'm playing with him in the kitchen because he's going absolutely batshit I will try and do some kind of stretchy movement thing whilst he's trying to like bite my face yeah I like it yeah so I'm kind <laughs> of doing, movement. What's, that, what's that like dancing oh capoeira yeah, yeah. yeah I'm basically like doing that around the kitchen <laughs> cappuccino <laughs> on the go capoeira <laughs> cappuccino like basically it. dance fighting this puppy just yeah. like Every morning, yeah, every morning. You'll be pro, soon. yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's it beats me every time. But it uh, <laughs> it's uh, one of those things where it sounds stupid, but it's better than not doing it at all. But I, I think habits are the the absolute key to actually achieving this thing that you set out to do. Without a habit in something, I don't think you're going to get close to, espe- no. especially the things that we're talking about. We want to achieve next year. Playing the guitar, I imagine that relies hugely yeah. on time spent. And habits built in the skills and also the time um, and you kind of but by building those habits into your life you're changing like how you associate yourself with that activity so essentially by you'll become you identify yourself as a guitar player because you'll spend X amount of time per day doing that and as that association grows you'll be much more inclined to pick up the guitar and do it more and the same with running it obviously the excuses that you originally had you realize after doing it more and more and more and more that actually they're not really excuses and you know you can make it work because you've done it 20 times 30 times 40 times before and who knows i might identify myself as a runner soon but those habits are the key to kind of building that lifestyle that is eventually going to lead you to that goal whether it is a a weight loss or a time in a run or whatever it is i think habits are the if you can unlock starting with one but eventually multiple habits you're well on the way it's no like a lot of people say that oh yeah but i haven't got the time to build new habits whatever and i'm not very good at maintaining them but you everyone will have thousands of habits that they don't realise are habits yeah exactly like a lot of people read on the train and they read every day religiously on the way to work on the way home to work that is a habit yeah and if you can start pairing new ones with existing ones like that that's kind of where you'll see success so so the next stage is once you've got your goal is to think about one habit that you can do on a daily basis that is going to allow you to achieve that and just to clarify running three times a week isn't a habit the habit would be like james is saying laying your running kit out on a nightly basis before you go for a run yeah or researching the weather and your route the night before the habit is something that kind of enables you to go for a run yeah because running three times a week isn't a habit it's not yeah. a daily behavior change it's kind of the outcome of that yeah so be really really specific and make sure it is plausible not some long-winded oh every, i'm going to get up at 4am and for two hours i'm going to meditate and yoga and all that kind of stuff yeah because it won't happen you need to build up so that is the next stage write down one habit or think of one habit if you can't write it down now uh and then we go on to the excuses yeah so this is uh something that, that we started doing um with obviously when we're looking at these big adventures 
almost immediately before you can even start thinking about what next and how you're going to do it there is a list of excuses lined up as to why we can't achieve it most obvious one being because we've never done it before we've got no experience doing it it's scary it's like a high chance of injury or death whatever it is there's so many excuses Um, but these excuses happen in every every goal so take the running example there's a line of excuses everyone will know because these are the reasons why you've not achieved your goal so far um, and similar to the the start of this exercise we will start to write down all of the reasons why we're not going to achieve this goal and this is just the process of identifying and starting to acknowledge these potential reasons and your mind is pretty crazy how it works that it, as soon as you start to acknowledge these reasons why it won't happen you're already thinking about ways around them or overcoming these obstacles and we found writing down the excuses a really powerful way of both being aware of them wow identifying them together and then uh, figuring out ways around them and them just becoming a part of the challenge rather than reasons to not do it yeah i think the number one is time isn't it yeah yeah for everybody i haven't got the time totally which is total total bullshit it's also the most convenient excuse because people saying it think that everyone can relate to yeah. that. But Bill Gates has the same amount of hours in the day as you. How many books does he read? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my, oh book my book book. bookworm. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bookworm. Um, but you look at these successful people that people try and emulate and they have exactly the same hours in the day, yet they are just being productive with them. They're not wasting time. They're, they're basically value time as their most valuable commodity which it is and if time is your biggest excuse then you need to have a look at your daily schedule what time you get up what time you go to bed what do you do between getting home and kind of then going to bed find pockets of time that you can use effectively because what's that wicked song from the advert it's like uh, (laughs) eight hours for work eight hours that isn't the tune basically says (laughs) sleep eight hours work eight hours that leaves eight hours for fun oh I like it okay so you you have eight hours if you sleep eight hours like you should and you're working eight hours like you should you still have another working day I I can already hear people saying oh I've got kids I've got this I've got that (laughs) oh I love kids (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm a parent get lost your kids will be fine yeah absolutely get to no parent the thing is is like people well bench press your kids it's probably a good time to talk about I think we may have mentioned it before on the podcast, but when we did uh, something called CEO Week, where we basically took key habits and uh, activities that our favourite and the most successful CEOs are doing, and some of which Mental are... Mental week, by the way. Yeah, a, a ridiculous I'm week. I'm still tired from it, and it was over a year ago. <laughs> so, yeah, Tom had a ridiculous one of getting up at 4am every morning to clear the inbox. I think we were about six months into the business at this point, so... <laughs> no emails. No emails. <laughs> but, like... Uh, I think it's Ariana Huffington who has a relaxation yeah. bath every yeah. day. Yeah. So one of the most high-performing individuals that people will note on like a top ten of achievers is having a relaxation bath that lasts about an hour every day. Yeah. That's one of their twenty-four hours. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> they, they, like, they all kind of have that. Like 
you look at the founders of um, who was the one who has two hours out of his day doing no work oh um, LinkedIn LinkedIn guy yeah oh what's his name Mr LinkedIn Jeff how weird's his surname LinkedIn by the way <laughs> Jeff LinkedIn <laughs> I can't really can't remember his name um, but he has two hours out of his day for creative thinking to think about new things and he's one of the he's the CEO of one of the biggest tech companies in the world yet he manages to fit two hours in his working day where he is completely on his own thinking about strategy and creativity and whatnot. Yeah. And that's where he puts the success of his company down to the fact that he's coming up with all these ideas during that time. And that's kind of the work aspect of it. Like if you give yourself time to actually step back and have an overview of everything, that is kind of where you become excellent at your job rather than being one of those people oh, I'm so bit I'm so slammed oh my god I'm so I busy. just can't see the, through the weeds at the moment I'd say <laughs> I'd say 8 out of 10 times we go into a meeting with someone and we're like oh how's it been oh god so busy oh, no. it's like, is it yeah. oh is it really really busy it's like awesome be better it's <laughs> probably a good indicator to be fair of the people that we leave those meetings and go that person's absolute operator yeah because they're not the person saying that yeah oh. they're the person directing traffic and making moves instead of the person just ticking lists basically yeah so so true uh, a, a good a really good if time is a reason why you're not doing something or you're not being able to build in a habit a really good exercise to do is look at your phone and look at how much time you're spending on social media because that is scary it is very scary it, for, for, for us as well but that is literally all of that time can be allocated none of that time I think is very productive really other than the odd funny goat video yeah which are great yeah sometimes are great one thing I've done actually is I've turned the mobile data off yeah. on my social media apps. I did that when you mentioned it last week actually. And it makes a massive fucking difference game changer yeah. so when you haven't got Wi-Fi, you can't go on social media What's interesting is the times when I still try and go on yeah. it, and then it's not loading, and then I'm literally saying to myself, like, what are you yeah. doing? It's weird. It makes you notice how many times yeah, you take exactly. it out of pocket. It it's is pathetic. scary. It is pathetic. Um, so if anyone wants to do that, that is actually a really good one. Yeah. And then when you hit Wi-Fi, it's just gold. <laughs> you might actually have a yeah. notification. <laughs> you've, got, you've got hours worth of gold <laughs> in one hit, and then you can just watch it all evening. It's great. <laughs> yeah, when you get home, it's I no mean, I mean, no, 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 that's bullshit. Oh. Um, all right, so yeah, next stage is to write down as many excuses as you can, identify them, and then you will figure out a way of overcoming those roadblocks by basically bringing them to light. Yep. The final process, this is probably, I'd say, the most important maybe behind habit, yep. is uh, telling people. It is telling someone or some people of your intentions to achieve this goal, because what that does is it basically taps into human nature of not wanting to look like an idiot. Mm. And that is when we give our keynotes and we run workshops, we go through how we the whole row idea came about and we're both at separate pubs, had a few drinks, we're texting, we put the texts up on the screen. And the one thing that kind of allowed us to then go and actually take this big challenge on was because we had drunkenly told everyone about it that night. Yeah. If we hadn't told anyone, we would have woken up and just probably just forgotten about it. Yeah. But like, I remember telling my parents, I remember telling like the friends and family that were there. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's important to tell someone whose opinion you care about. Yeah, and they're going to hold you accountable. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you were with your family and stuff yeah. in, a, in a bar and I was at a party with close friends and you're exactly right. It's not, they're not people that you want to 
let down or because they would also be the first to go yeah totally fair enough you're not going to do that that's mad but yeah, I think you set your own benchmark out and depending on the reaction I know the reaction where I was was just like yeah like, of course you're going to do it mate good luck with that um, basically you've got no chance never done it before and that was also like a motivating factor so not wanting to look like an idiot but also wanting to maybe prove yourself right or other people right if they do believe in you is actually a really powerful thing yeah and we obviously have held each other accountable so almost like ongoing goal buddies so if the, the thing that you're doing whether it's running or uh, or learning a new skill or whatever that's why doing it in a group or with a friend is really powerful because that person is constantly accountable for you and vice versa you're like holding each other in check so that is uh, yeah it's a very good shout so yeah that, that's the last stage so you should have your your goal at the top of the page the next thing you can do in 24 hours a habit your excuses and then you need to tell people about it and then once you've done all of that you then fold it up put it in an envelope put it in a drawer in your work desk or your bedside table somewhere that it will be safe and chuck a reminder in your phone yeah. for let's say the 20th of Feb so after the honeymoon period is done in January that will ping up and say like check your goal and a lot of people maybe you'll forget about it it's actually absolutely natural but that'll give you a bit of a kick up the arse to look at that piece of paper see what you've committed to you'll see your kind of it's your writing it's your contract with you uh, and hopefully get you back on the horse so that is kind of our process of goal setting we run a kind of version of this in workshops with businesses we work with around team goals and, and kind of goals within the business but also personal goals and it's actually been really really effective so hopefully that's given you a good guidelines that if you are there trying to think of a new year's resolution scrap that shit and just do this yeah and and start now don't feel like you have to yeah. wait until january way better to start now even just tiny little steps just so you're kind of exactly. working through christmas and you'll feel so much better well, about it two weeks it's two weeks until january that's quite a long time shit, you, you can learn it? a lot or do a lot in, in two weeks so obviously not it's not a long time but in terms of getting making progress if you're doing a little something every day you're way further on your journey than if you start obviously on the 1st of January um, I'm going to hold you accountable in terms of the guitar Man, I'm going to fucking serenade this shit I, I want um, bing, bing, I want bing, a bit of John Mayer oh yeah that one yeah gravity yeah let's have, let's have gravity by I don't know is that hard I don't know including solo <laughs> by May hey all alright it's my birthday in May Oh my god, I'll play, it'd be like... I'll run 20k, five, 20 minute 5k. You run to the bar, I'll have a full <laughs> setup on a stage. So we've hired out the whole venue, it's like my friend will be here in a minute. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, water. it's like 23 minutes, it's like, I didn't even do it. And I'm absolutely shite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we like it. We, we did... Um, we did get some goals sent in. Yeah, thank um, you. Quite a few, actually. So that was wicked. Um, so you can consider us part of the people that you've told about your your goal and we will we will try and hold you accountable we will send you a message at some random point and see how you're getting on yeah with some of the, the crazy ones that and you they, guys are up to they were it's quite a nice range there were some physical ones some about climbing some about kind of uh, getting more time between jobs yeah but we've kind of landed on two um which i think show a good kind of uh 
breadth of one is kind of physical, one is not so much. And the first one is from Chris Marsden, Marsden, yep. uh, who wants to run a marathon next year in sub four hours. I mean, that is the classic goal, isn't it? Yep. It's some kind of marathon. It's a huge achievement. It's seriously hard. The training is brutal. It, you can't just do it in a couple of weeks. You have to work super hard for it, especially if you want to get a good time. Yeah. So I think, Chris, you've obviously got your goal already, but I think the main thing to kind of ensure success is consistency of working, doing lots of little things rather than being like, I'm going to do one massive run every single week and screw yourself. We've got a mate actually who's quite a good marathon runner somehow. I don't know how he did it, but he ran a sub three. I don't know. I think he was lying. <laughs> Old Tom Quinn, if you're listening, he's not. Uh, ran a sub three marathon and like I was pretty, he was pretty much my equal at school, so he's excelled. I don't know how. He, is, he weighs about three stone dripping wet, but he said that training on a cross trainer was massive for him. Really? It, no impact. No impact. You're building up the legs, you're like building it. up the engine, but you're not absolutely bashing the knees and ankles and yeah. injuring yourself. So like it. that could be something to take away. Whew. And then the next one um, was a JK11 coded JK Rowling. Instagram. <laughs> JK Rowling's messages in. Um, and JK11 is planning to start their own business, and that is the depth of the knowledge we have. Decent. But that's obviously a huge undertaking, um, assuming they're in full-time employment. But I think everything that we have set out uh, in the podcast so far is totally applicable and probably more so linked to the the big adventures that we do that when you write that down, it seems like such a huge task that it, it's almost unattainable just in a sentence because it's very broad, it's a massive feat. Um, if you can do it that's absolutely incredible um, and that's the same for us same feeling we have is slightly daunted by the just the sentence alone like I'm going alone or I'm, ta- I'm going to start my own business so then the first thing we do after we do this uh, process is to really break down a goal of this size into uh, multiple goals five ten smaller ones that will help the overall um, thing take shape and that's obviously the case I'm sure you're well on the way with that um, but Fair play to you. I think the key one with that, isn't it? We didn't really have that luxury because we came back from the row and we're like, right, we're, we're doing it. Yeah. But I think the, the wise thing to do is do as much as you can whilst being paid by someone else. Yeah. Build your website, start reaching out to clients, do the research on whatever industry it is. Try and save a one month's rent at least, a bit of a cushion. We literally had none. No, nothing. We got our last paycheck from our old jobs and then it was like, right, I need to figure out how to pay next month's rent. Yeah, um, that urgency definitely helped yeah, us as well. Yeah, that's the thing. I think the, the biggest thing I'd say is sit down with a piece of paper and write down what is the worst thing that can happen. Yeah. And I don't know what the circumstances are, but usually it's give it a go, run out of cash, it completely bombs, and then I get another job, yeah. usually for more money. Yeah. And if that is the worst case scenario, it's not even a worst case scenario, is it? Yeah, exactly. So commit to it and then go all in. Don't hold back thinking that, you know, if I don't tell people about it or if I don't go for it, there's a nice excuse as to why it didn't work. Like, throw everything at it and then if it doesn't work, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you know, very rarely, you learn so much from it anyway, you're usually in a better place. So, that's uh, yeah, they're two wicked ones. Um, 
and I think that's that's the goal stuff kind of wrapped up I think yeah I think um, this is the final podcast of the year but we want to try out a new format going into 2020 Ooh. which we're pretty excited about yeah this is this is good so I think we've obviously gone through all of our adventures now and when we announce our new one obviously we'll use this platform to do so and we'll talk about the training and all that kind of stuff so that'll be an interesting journey to follow but in between that what we want to do is really champion this rather than these big global expensive adventures that we do every couple of years is to do smaller things on a regular basis and what we want to do is use this podcast as almost a barometer of what we should do so to give you an example we will give you guys two options maybe once every two weeks whatever it is and it could be uh, I don't know it could be go and do the longest zip line in the world which I think is in Wales or go and surf the wave in Bristol or it could be run as far as you can in 24 hours and see where you get to or cycle to Holland random random shit it could be have 15 pints in Old Street <laughs> or go and or have or go home in time and cook yeah, dinner yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or go and be a good boyfriend yeah. or go to I don't know Paris and drink champagne okay that's a really bougie <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking bougie one but you get you get the picture and what you guys are going to dictate what we do and then the following podcast we'll be talking about how it was we're going to create some content for the Instagram channel and it should just be a really cool consistent narrative where you guys get to basically decide what we do yeah. and we'll go and do it and document it Yeah. so we're going to kick that off probably mid-Jan so at the beginning of Jan we will get the kind of voting up and we'll have a couple of weeks of votes to make sure it's it's absolutely we know which one you guys want us to do uh, that'll probably be on our Instagram won't it yeah 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 so this will all be on our Instagram at the Tempest 2 TWO uh and yeah, it should be a really cool way for you guys to get engaged, let us know what you want us to do, and then we'll go and do it and talk about it. Yeah, so hopefully you can kind of dictate what we're up to next year. We're excited because we've got a massive list of things that we want to do. So hopefully with your help, we will end up doing the awesome, cool, fun adventures and uh, not the terrible ones that you choose for us every time. Um, and then... Yeah, I mean, looking back next this time next year, we will hopefully have a huge amount of travels and trips and memories and stuff like that you guys have kind of helped push us towards. And we're really excited about where where that can go. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a mixture, like you said, of oh, horrendous things. Absolutely hilarious. But like fun things. And I mean, it, that, it reminds me of when we did a cycle touring trip <laughs> after the road and just slept in a pub garden <laughs> outside Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> Oh god, it was carnage. But like that sort of thing, and yeah, I think we're looking forward to where it can take us. And uh, yeah, I guess a, a, a true version of us getting outside of our comfort zone on a more regular basis, and sometimes in a smaller way, sometimes in a harder oh, way. It could be like start, do a stand up at an open mic night. Oh god. Oh, play your guitar. Oh shoot, bus. <laughs> yeah. Nah, not doing it. <laughs> Bus with contactless. Not doing it. Amex only. <laughs> yeah. Under a pound. Right, guys, that is a wrap on 2019. We look forward to carrying on into 2020. Enjoy your Christmas. Enjoy your new year. Get those goals rolling. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas all. Ciao, ciao.